Alrighty, what have I learned recently to become a better communicator? Don't think I've done one of these in a while, so I'm going to be covering a lot of ground throughout this podcast today, and it's probably going to be a lot of disconnected ideas, but I'm just going to try to fire off all of the different things I've been learning about communication recently, and maybe I'll be able to tie it all together at the end, but most likely it'll stay disconnected because it's still ideas I'm currently working on. Alright, so the first one that I think was the big thing that I noticed throughout this weekend was during weather forecasting, something that I've talked a lot about where there's sort of like an autopilot mode that you can go on, where you're really just looking at the graphics, you're saying the words that correspond to those graphics, maybe it's the same phrases that you've said a hundred times before. And you're basically just on autopilot. Now the opposite of that is where you just stare directly at the camera and you try to talk directly to the viewer and just tell the story of the weather. Just like if you were talking to a friend. Now when you're, when you're talking to a friend, it would be weird if you weren't engaged in the conversation. If you were just saying a bunch of things and not really thinking about what you're saying. That'd be a little weird. In a real conversation, if it's an engaging conversation and neither of you is on your phone, you just speak directly to the person and you're thinking and it's it's a very interesting process. It kind of transforms both of you when you're really engaged in a good conversation. What you want to do while weather forecasting is increase the amount of time that you're actually in that thinking mode and decrease the the amount of time that you're in that autopilot mode. I read something today, I believe it was actually about maybe Buddhism or meditation or something that kind of tied into this idea really well. It was talking about the fact that you have your thinking mind and you have your observing mind. Now your thinking mind That's where if you just try to sit still and say, I'm going to think about nothing for the next minute, all of a sudden things just start popping into your head. I tried to meditate the other day and this was exactly what happened. Thing after thing after thing just kept popping into my head. You don't really have control over that. seems like that's also very similar with emotions and maybe just a lot of ideas too. They just kind of pop up into your head and you don't really have control over it. Now, the observing mind is something that can almost be above that and look down on it. Not like look down on it as in like looking down on something, but like observing it, detaching yourself from the ideas that are popping up and thinking, huh, it's kind of an idea, interesting idea that popped into my head, but that's not what I'm supposed to be thinking about right now, so I'm just going to push that aside for the moment. Now, how this ties back into weather forecasting is there's a way to talk during a weather forecast that seems to be with that thinking mind, where it's just kind of thoughts popping up in your head and you're just saying them. And you're basically just kind of going with it. You're not, it's not really you in control is how I'd put it. When you have the observing mind in a weather forecast, 
this was something that I noticed, or at least I was trying to do throughout the day today, and I, I did do it a few times successfully. Now, the default mode is definitely, is definitely that thinking mode. And it's actually kind of hard to call it the thinking mode because you're not really thinking while you're doing it. I, I think it's better to call it the autopilot mode. That's kind of the default. You just go through life based on your habits. The phrases you say during weather forecast are based on the habits you've built weather forecasting. Where you look at that map, oh, this is what I'm supposed to say about that map, and you say it. What I was trying to do today is decrease the intervals where I snap out of that autopilot mode. For example, I'll, I usually start off pretty well because I'm just looking at the camera and I'm just saying, hey, this is kind of setting the scene, setting the story. But then it's easy to get dragged into the graphics. Then occasionally, I'll just do the rest of the forecast in autopilot and I'll just feel bad about it afterwards. I'll think, you know what? I didn't really do that well right there. That was just kind of a giant word vomit. And I never really stopped and thought. I didn't really feel like I was controlling myself during that weather forecast. There are some times, though, where in the middle of a forecast, I can actually almost hear what I'm saying. And I think to myself, man, I've just been kind of rambling for the last 30 seconds. And that's where you almost want to, and that's kind of the observing mind bringing itself back in and at that point usually what I do is just pause and I say alright this is what I'm trying to say it's cool today this was the coolest it's been in a while but then we're going to start warming up after that that's where you're just talking directly to the camera directly to the viewer individual conversation right there Versus when you're in that autopilot mode, it's kind of just like you're delivering a message to a crowd. And I think people can tell the difference. But regardless if the viewer can tell the difference, which I think they can, because one seems a lot more like a presentation and just a message or a lecture, and one seems a lot more like a conversation. One seems, I would say, a lot more authentic. And I think the viewer can tell the difference, but even if they couldn't, as a communicator, you can. You know those moments where you're just kind of running through the phrases and running through the motions based on your habits, and you're not really thinking. And you know those moments where it almost feels like everything just comes together. It feels like you're just speaking with every part of your being. That might sound corny, but honestly, that's what it feels like. Just straight from your core. And it's actually just you. You're not thinking about the next phrase you're going to say. You're not thinking about anything else. You're not just in autopilot. You're actually just speaking and thinking and observing all at the same time. And, you, and it feels different when you do that. Right now, you're maybe there 5 to 10% of the forecast. Maybe. You want to try to be in that mode the entire time. And what's interesting is it almost feels like a 
I mean, I've only meditated once, so I don't really know what that feels like. But it feels like you're just in the zone. It feels like you're completely focused. It's almost like when you are surfing on a wave. You are just completely locked into that moment. And every part of you is engaged in the activity. That's what you want to do. You want to pay attention while you're communicating and be engaged in it. With the observing mind, not that autopilot mind. So I think that also ties into another thing that I learned about communication recently. And it's kind of if you're, you, have a diff, you have a differing opinion to the person you're talking about. You want to keep an open mind, but you also want to stand up for what you believe in. And you want to put your argument forward, but you don't want it to be an argument. You want it to be a partnership searching for the truth. That's what makes good conversation. And a good conversation where you can actually learn something and become better, it's where both people are just trying to gain understanding. The conversations that I felt like I didn't get better and I didn't gain understanding and I didn't learn were when I kind of thought I was right and I was just trying to prove that the other side was wrong and it was adversarial. So kind of something that comes up with this is how do you think that you are right and have confidence in your beliefs while at the same time being willing to be completely unconfident in your beliefs. To be willing to keep an open mind, to be willing to say that, I might actually be wrong about this. Uh, This is something that I've been trying to figure out for quite some time. And I think, interestingly, while talking with someone who I have a very different perspective than on, (laughs) then, I kind of asked them this. I was like, "How, in a conversation, like, how can you find a firm ground to stand on while at the same time questioning the ground that you're standing on? And their answer just blew me away. They said, you can have confidence in the ground you're standing on because you're willing to question the ground you're standing on. That idea right there is something that I could probably think about for the next decade and I still wouldn't completely understand it. But I think there is a pretty important lesson in there. It kind of just reminds me of like why we have confidence in Albert Einstein's theory of relativity. We don't have confidence in it because Albert Einstein said it was right and then we all just had to accept that it was right. We have confidence in it Because, I don't know when he figured that out. I think it was a long time ago. Maybe, I wouldn't say it was a hundred years ago, but it was decades ago at least. And you know there's been a lot of smart scientists with all our new technology trying to poke holes in that theory. Because, hey, if you can do that, you're the new king of science. And... I mean, I haven't really looked into this very much. I don't actually even totally understand what the theory of relativity is. So I don't know if somebody's proved it wrong or whatever. But as far as I know, nobody has. And that gives us confidence in the theory 
because people were allowed to challenge it. So bringing this into your own communication, you can have confidence in what you're saying because you allow what you're saying to be challenged. And you're willing to accept it when something that challenges you actually seems to make more sense than whatever you believed before. And that should give you actually more confidence in what you currently believe than otherwise, than if you had just decided something five years ago and then you're never going to change your mind on it. Very good chance you're wrong. Just think, if you need proof of that, just think about the conversations you've had with people where throughout the conversation, they pointed out one of your blind spots and you just thought, wow, wish I'd known that a year ago. (laughs) Can't believe how wrong I was then. Very glad I figured it out now, but man, was I wrong before. And that's where communication and conversation is so incredibly useful. You can just get a lot better understanding. And when you talk to people with other perspectives and you're willing to have an open mind and your goal is understanding, you become better because you're not always completely right. (laughs) And that should actually excite you because it's that process of learning that, I don't know, it just feels good. Just feels good. So I think those are all kind of connected ideas. And there's a few other things that I could talk about, but they're all very disconnected. So, and I'm still kind of working on those ideas. So I'm just going to leave it at that for today. I think the key line there is... You can have confidence in what you're saying and communicating because you're willing to challenge the things you're saying and communicating.